0: Hey, 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 everyone. Chick Hospital for Cats podcast. Another episode here with me, host Summit, and my dear friend and the great RVT, Jan Yaroslaw. How are you, Jan?
1: I'm doing great, Sam. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Yeah. After a a full day of work, at the end of our day, in the hospital, we're doing this podcast together. I'm happy to have you here with me. And I'm really excited for what you have to offer about this topic we are talking today about, which is...
1: Well, we're going to talk about your cat's environmental needs.
0: Yep. So just like everything and everybody else, uh, cats have their certain special needs for themselves as well. And today we're specifically going to focus on the environmental needs of our uh, furry friends. So Jan, before I just talk too much, can you, use, can you just start with your first example?
1: So basically we need to talk about, well, what are environmental needs? What does that mean? Uh-huh. Basically environmental needs including includes cats physical surroundings so everything about their indoor outdoors and both as well as their social interactions with us and the other cats in the household all contribute to basically their environmental needs And as we talked before, cats don't often express obvious signs of illness or stress. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's up to us to be able to identify those subtle signs and also make sure that we are minimizing stress in their environment.
0: So it's important for us to have good observation skills and observe those signs or observe their to see if their environmental needs are fulfilled or not. Right, right. If we can be
1: proactive and we can Mm -hmm. meet those environmental needs throughout that cat's life, we can potentially avoid environmental stressors that can cause unwanted behaviors and medical issues.
0: Yeah, I mean, isn't it that obviously... Difference between an empty room with a cat in it and a room with all this fun stuff for the cat in which we will talk about absolutely. right now. Absolutely,
1: yeah. absolutely. So addressing our cat's uh, physical and emotional needs are only going to enhance its health and its quality of life. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first thing we need to do is we need to realize that we need to provide a safe place for our cats. A
0: safe place. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And if, if
1: we have multiple cats. Every cat needs a safe place and secure place where it can retreat so that it feels protected, um, so that it can be used as a resting area and also so it can be actually in its own safe space. Yeah,
0: I mean, we all know they love to go under the bed, but that doesn't have to be the case if you provide them other safe places, such as one of my favorites is this covered... Uh, cat beddings that look like a little cave that let them go in.
1: Good examples of safe spaces are like a cardboard box, Mm, a cat carrier, or even a raised cat perch can Mm be. mm -hmm. And you need to have enough resting benches or enough safe spaces for every one of your cats. For each cat. Absolutely. If you have a
0: multiple cat household. And I think that one of the good examples is when people like, for example, for me, when people visit... And they're strangers, and my cat doesn't really want to be there with that stranger. They are going to look for their safe place first. Absolutely.
1: And those safe spaces should be located away from each other. So Mm. those kitties don't have to be, basically, they like to be, they're solitary creatures. Of course, yeah. So they want to have that safe space away from other animals.
0: Yeah, that makes total sense, Yeah
1: so that that cat can choose to be on his own if he wants to be.
0: Yeah, I I absolutely agree. That's a good tip. What did you got next?
1: The second is to provide multiple and separate key environmental resources. This is really important, So especially in a multiple cat household. Key resources are food, water, mm-hmm. litter boxes, scratching areas, play areas, and of course, we talked about the resting or sleeping areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, these resources should be separated from each other so that cats can have free access without being challenged by other cats. So you need to have the food bowl separated so that each kitty has a food bowl they can go to where they don't have to compete for that food with the other
0: cats. Yeah, common mistake is you have a corner in your kitchen where you put four bowls next to each other for all your cats to eat together, but that's actually better if they're a little bit separated. Yeah, That
1: not only reduces, if they're separated, it reduces the risk of that competition, Mm -hmm. which may result in one cat being bullied by another cat and being ran off the food. And certainly it can help reduce stress or stress-associated diseases. Your litter boxes also should be spread throughout the house. And the rule of thumb that you need One extra litter box. If you have four cats in your household, you should have five litter Mm -hmm. boxes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that's really important those litter boxes have to be appropriately sized as two and also appropriate for the life stage of your cat. If you have an older kitty with potential maybe joint pain Mm -hmm. or arthritis, Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that that cat box is one that they can get in and out of easily.
0: In fact, they have some cat boxes now, litter boxes, that they sell. They call it the senior cat box where one side of it is lowered that they can easily step into it and the other sides are still significantly high so the whole litter doesn't go all around in your house so it I agree it's a very important little detail for your older cat to be able to comfortably you know use it and not decide to do it next to the litter box I should say
1: absolutely yeah. the next thing to talk about is that cats are predators and it's really important to provide opportunity for play and predatory behavior mm-hmm. with toys
0: yeah we mentioned this in our perfect cat toy episode Mm -hmm. so it's good to go over this one more time since it's very important for them
1: and a play can be stimulated with the use of interactive toys that mimic prey like a toy mouse that's pulled across the floor or a feather wand Mm -hmm. cats love that that you can wave through the air the cats need to be able to capture those actual prizes as well to avoid um basically getting frustrated yeah um and also especially in the kitten's life it's really good to introduce those interactive play toys so that they don't and, – and discourage the use of your hands or your feet as those Absolutely. play toys. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, another thing that we can provide them is food puzzles. Because mm-hmm. those food puzzles or food balls can mimic the action of hunting for prey. And that actually promotes more natural eating behavior for kitties.
0: Yeah, it, and it's a good mental stimulation for them too. Instead of uh, not having any excitement and just sleeping all day in the house, they have something to do. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. As well as we want to rotate toys if we can to mm. so that they don't get bored. Mm-hmm. And rewarding kitties with treats, providing positive reinforcement of appropriate play. So that rewarding them when they're playing with their wand or playing with their cat toy instead of actually attacking your hands?
0: Yeah. Good thing. It's a very common uh, problem. People come to us and say, my cat is playing really rough with my hands, and I have Mm -hmm. all the scratches all over my hands. But it's really about redirecting that attention and energy to appropriate cat toys, actually.
1: Absolutely. And important to remember, if you have more than one cat play with them individually. Mm -hmm. They need to have individual attention. And this kind of segues into the next one where we want to provide positive, consistent, predictable human-cat social behavior. Mm -hmm. So interaction between us and our, our pets so that they kind of feel safe with us in the environment that we are appropriately handling them, that we're spending time with them. Yeah,
0: it's like a routine playing time where they look forward Mm -hmm. to it, basically.
1: And we also need to kind of look at our cat's individual preferences because every cat is different. Mm -hmm. That'll determine how much they like that interaction, such as petting, grooming, or being played with or talked to. Um, some kitties thrive on it. Other kitties are going to be a little bit more standoffish, and that might not be something that they enjoy.
0: Well, let me ask you, do you have a routine playing uh, time with your cats that significantly is uh, something that you remember that you oh, do? Absolutely. I do this every day with them. Absolutely.
1: Or? Most of the time it's mine when I get home from work uh-huh. after I've done my chores and I sit down in my easy chair uh-huh. with my cat, jumps up into my lap, um and certainly will you know, if I throw a toy for them, they'll go and play
0: so <laughs> oh, that's kinda of, okay.
1: it's my after work kind of
0: any it, chance they bring it back to you when you throw it.
1: You know what? Not the kitty that I have now, but I have owned kitties <laughs> yeah, in my life have that one have one retrieved. I cool. Absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. Um, we also have to remember that those kitties that may not like social interaction or that playtime or even the grooming, mm-hmm. it could be that they just weren't socialized as kitties, as baby kitties. Yes. Because those, that, that week two to seven weeks of age that's crucial. crucial for that human interaction to build that confidence and trust. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if this is a kitty that might have been a feral kitty or that was introduced, not really didn't have much social interaction, as a baby, they might not like
0: yeah. human error. exceptions interact. can be right. there, yeah.
1: So we just want to have them feel safe with the way that we're handling them and mm-hmm. to respect what their needs are. Another thing that we don't often think about, but the kitty's sense of smell is really, really strong. Mm-hmm. And they can smell much better than we can in different things. And, and certainly pheromones they can pick up on. Mm-hmm. When they rub up against you, They are setting boundaries in their actual household and they're rubbing up with that kind of feel-good pheromone that can also tell the other cat that this is kind of their... I'm claiming it. I'm claiming it,
0: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel
1: comfortable and I'm claiming it. Is
0: that what they're doing when they also... Rub it on the leg of the table and chair mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. all that stuff.
1: Absolutely. Hmm, okay. Um. And they also and certainly uh, the feel away products that synthetic mm-hmm. feel good pheromone that mimics that. So when sometimes when kitties are stressed or in stressful environments, if we can provide some type of feel away product, that can also help them feel more
0: comfortable. Yeah, and just le- just let people know you can find it over the counter in in online stores even mm-hmm. and be shipped to your house.
1: Absolutely. The use of some scented products, like cleaners or detergents, can also kind of be threatening to them because mm. it can really. That's why it's really important not to use scented cat litter. Okay. Because that can be really threatening to them.
0: So unscented cat litter is yeah. much better.
1: And threatening smells and the inability to rub their scent can sometimes lead to those problematic behaviors, mm-hmm. like passing urine or 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 uh, having stool outside the litter box, spraying. Or scratching in undesirable areas. So all of these kind of undesirable behavioral things can usually, hopefully, be prevented if we can actually uh, meet those cats' environmental needs.
0: Yeah, we don't want any of that happen. No, so. no. There's easy, like you said, proactive ways to, uh, to make them have a much happier life and get away from all these problems.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: All right cool. Uh is that about it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean certainly if you ever have any questions regarding, you know, what is appropriate for your cat, mm-hmm. always call your veterinarian.
0: Yeah, we we kind of mentioned but not mentioned it, the cat trees are kind of crucial for their up and down climbing and jumping and joint health and all that stuff too, right? And not just mm-hmm. for actually movement but also sometimes that those have some safe spots like the Absolute holes in cat's them. A
1: prayer what would prefer to be up high
0: looking Mm -hmm. down
1: on their environment Mm -hmm. they feel much more comfortable that way
0: yeah so get some cat trees uh, sometimes more than one so all the cats can have a space and not try to get each other down from one cat tree which happened to me in the past so I was like okay we're gonna get more cat trees now because they're fighting for their spot Mm -hmm. now so that's another good way to uh, increase the Environmental re- enrichment for your cat. Um, let's see. I think that's about it for a quick little tour of um, tips for in this regard. What, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs>
0: yeah. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you for, so much for uh, sharing with us these tips. And and so we should also mention uh, the source of most of these is the AAFP. If I'm not mistaken, is that right?
1: Yeah. And so, there you can find basically through the uh, Cat Friendly Practice website mm-hmm. or the catfriendly.com website, you mm-hmm. can find all kinds of great resources about cats and about cats' environmental needs.
0: Yeah, great resources, dependable, uh, written by people who know what they're writing about. So very good places you can get really nice um, information. So... This is about it for this episode, but let's not forget to mention people can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and our website, chicocast.com, which we have also a lot of other information available, and even a blog. So uh, stay with us for other episodes, and thank you for listening, and thank you for Jen for joining us today, and we'll see you next time.
1: Thank you, Sam. Yeah. Thank you,
0: bye-bye.